Hello, and welcome to Filled with His Love. You know, what What are we really celebrating on the 4th of July? It's freedoms, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, all these good things. We fought a war in 1776 to free ourselves from the rule of kings, to no longer be subjects of a monarch, but to be free citizens of a new nation. So much to celebrate, so much to be grateful for. But what is freedom? We are a land of the free. What does that mean? I think of the child born into poverty to an alcoholic mother and an absent father. How free is this child? How much latitude does the child have to choose what he will do? His choices are limited, possibly extremely limited, because of his situation. We think freedom means that we can do whatever we want, whenever we want to do it. And maybe that's one definition of freedom, but it's clearly not the definition of moral agency the most prized of all God's gifts to us. Joseph Fielding Smith once said, I've heard people say, quote, I have a right to do just as I please. My answer is, no, you do not. You haven't any right at all to do just as you please. There's only one right that you have, and that is to keep the commandments of Jesus Christ. He has a perfect right to tell us so. We have no right to refuse. Agency gives us the privilege to accept and be loyal to our Lord's commandments, but it has never given us the right to reject them. I've always found this a very interesting statement about what it means to have moral agency. If you're more interested in it, uh, Joseph Fielding McConkie wrote a book called Understanding the Power God Gives Us, What Agency Really Matters, in 2004. So that's one reason we no longer say free agency. We say moral agency, the power to choose between good and evil. God did not give us the gift of agency so that we would have the power to choose evil. He gave us this priceless gift so that we could choose the good. When we choose the evil, we basically are rejecting his gift to choose the good. Think of the verse, know the truth and the truth will make you free. Knowing truth means that we gain a witness of God and his son Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So that previous verse could have said, Know Jesus Christ, and he will make you free. Free from what? Free from sin. Free from error. Free from evil. The more we come to know him, the more we will use our power of agency to follow his example. I once saw President Boyd K. Packer hold a stack of index cards in his hand as he was speaking to a group of church leaders. And he said, quote, If a gospel doctrine were written on each of these cards, and then I dropped them on the floor, which one would I want to find first? Which would be the foundational doctrine upon which all the others rest? You guessed it. Agency. And then Joseph Fielding McConkie also has an important statement about this. I love this quote from Joseph. He's passed away now, but he was a wonderful soul and lived in the same stake as we did. And I worked with him periodically at the university. So, great fellow. Here's what he said. Without agency, no part of the gospel can exist. As a gift of God, it ranks with life itself. For without it, Life has no meaning. To merely move and breathe is not to live. To live is to feel, to love, to want, to seek, to learn, to own. 
It is the right of choice, the power to act according to one's conscience. Agency is light and life, meaning and purpose. It is the lifeblood of all that matters. Love that quote. That is so powerful. I mean, this shows how central this doctrine, this principle of agency is to our understanding of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We sometimes wish we could just choose without any constraints, that nothing would get in our way. But if we look closely, lots of things get in our way. The environment that surrounds us plays a part in our choices. The child born into poverty cannot choose to eat when he wants to eat because his alcoholic mother has no money for food. The child may want to go out and play with a friend, but he has to take care of his younger sister because his mother can't get out of bed. Those are tough constraints. And some look at commandments as constraints. But there's a big difference. When we choose to keep a commandment, our power of agency increases. These are, as Terry Warner has called them, the bonds that make us free. Covenant-making and covenant-keeping frees us from the bondage of sin. The alcoholic mother is not free at all. Her power of agency has been dramatically restricted. She may not even be conscious enough to make decisions at all. In other words, she can't really exercise her God-given gift of agency at times because the substance that she's abusing has overtaken her brain. Now, let's review a little bit what Nephi taught about agency. These are powerful words, and they go so well with these previous prophetic quotes that I've shared. In the second chapter in 13, verse 13, he says, And if ye shall say there is no law, ye shall also say there is no sin. If ye shall say there is no sin, ye shall also say there is no righteousness. And let's be very clear, there are a lot of people in this world right now who say there is no such thing as sin. It's just a definitional thing. You can do whatever you want to do. And if there be, back to the quote, and if there be no righteousness, there be no happiness. And if there be no righteousness nor happiness, there be no punishment nor misery. And if these things are not, there is no God. And if there is no God, we are not, neither the earth, for there could have been no creation of things, neither to act nor to be acted upon. Wherefore, all things must have vanished away." This shows how fundamental, how basic, how over, I don't know, arching this particular doctrine is. In other words, the earth would not exist without agentic action, and we would not exist without agentic action. We had to make a choice to come to earth, and so agency is absolutely the taproot of all other doctrines. So Nephi is teaching that without agency, there is no life at all. We would not exist. That reinforces the idea that agency is a foundational doctrine upon all which, upon all the other doctrines rest. So, and he continues in verse 14, and now my sons, I speak unto you these things from your prophet and learning, for there is a God, and he hath created all things, both the heavens and the earth, and all things that in them are, both things to act and things to be acted upon. You may not have thought about it before, but God himself was exercising agency, and Jesus Christ, or the Jehovah of the Old Testament, and Michael were exercising their agency as the earth was created. All of this came about with agentic 
action. And so we are the things, when it says both things to act and things to be acted upon, we are the things to act. And we can't act without exercising our agency. The dead tree that needs to be cut down in my backyard cannot act, but I can act upon it and cut it down. Elder Bednar once likened this principle to learning and teaching, this acting and being acted upon. He asserting that a teacher should not act upon the learner, but that the learner needs to be given the power to act in the classroom, to be able to make decisions, to be able to ask their questions, get answers to their quandaries. This is a basic premise of all Come Follow Me doctrine. If you look at how this was all developed in Come Follow Me, you have your agency in the way that you study Come Follow Me as an adult. You can choose to listen to a talk. You can choose to open the footnotes and look at them. You can choose to go to the topical guide. There are just limitless ways you can exercise agency because no one's really acting upon you. The curriculum is simply giving you a possible guide to follow. Verse 16, Wherefore the Lord God gave unto man that he should act for himself. Wherefore man could not act for himself, save it should be that he was enticed by the one or the other. Now, I know I have listeners who live in countries outside the U.S. We have listeners in Europe and Australia and Polynesia, in actually quite a few countries. So the 4th of July is not a holiday for your celebration if you live outside the U.S. But in one sense, we should all celebrate being freed, whether we are freed from sin, freed from evil, or freed from ignorance. The celebration of the right to act, the celebration of moral agency, oh, this is something to celebrate for everyone. In fact, we can celebrate the gift of agency every day by using it the way God intended us to use it, to draw closer to Him, to follow His words, to follow His example, to open our hearts to His teaching, to embrace the truths that He gives us so freely. So, I hope, wherever you live, that you have been able to think about and consider the central part that agency plays in our lives. We would not exist without it. We couldn't exist without it. We couldn't live without being able to choose. So I hope this is helpful, and if someone else could benefit from it, I hope you'll share it with them, and we'll see you next time.